everyone. Welcome to American Dreams, a podcast about the British royal family. I'm Caitlin. I'm Jenna. And we're here to talk about news. Yes, we are. It's been a, a busy week. I guess two weeks since we are we are a little behind on our news. We took a week off, which was much needed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, I'm still astounded every day that you were happy to continue doing this with a newborn in your house. <laughs> I mean, it's fun, of course, to talk about it. And we would still be talking about all of this Royals news. But I don't know. I mean, it does take a lot of time to, you know. It does. I feel like I'm getting the hang of it, though. I feel like, and you might even hear her in the background right now. She's she's upstairs with dad. Um, oh, OK. She usually goes to grandma's on Monday nights. But with the, the, the winter storm we had, we're staying home tonight. Um, probably a good idea. Yeah. But I feel like I'm getting better at like figuring out like what she needs when and whatnot. Well, that's good. That makes it a little bit easier to do this. So feeling much better. So happy to be back this week. Yes. Since we have lots to talk about. We do. And I'm excited to talk about it. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, my husband uh, decided to drive out in the middle of a storm to go to an uh, adult league soccer game. So sweet. I was like, hey, have you called to see if they canceled it? And he was like, yeah. I was like, OK, it's only a mile away. <laughs> I was like, great. I'm not leaving my house. I'm not putting like I'm not putting on big clothes. And I also can't get you out of a ditch because my car is smaller than yours. So, mm-hmm. you know, so we'll hope that. um you know, he makes it home. Okay. I'm sure he will. I, I mean, a lot of people, like, since schools were canceled, they didn't go to work today anyways because they had to watch, you know, their children or, like, just worked from home. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot less people on the road. So that makes it, I feel like, a lot better. That's true. <sighs> so it is living in Minnesota in the wintertime. Welcome to March. We're almost there. We're almost April, there. April rarely has snow yes very rarely. i hope to god it doesn't this year so <laughs> oh but anyway so we'll see yeah we will see but yeah back to that that royal news oh well i had one interjection thing oh, which yeah. is kind of royal related um which is psa go see black panther everyone it was great oh was it yeah oh, yay. i went to okay, see it good. on saturday with my husband also and nice. just two thumbs up completely amazing and it's visually spectacular and the story is great. I'm not a big superhero movie person necessarily. Um, I kind of go in with like zero expectations for them though, and then usually end up happy. I don't. Yeah. I'm not like a big. You know, it's like how we'd go to the Harry Potter movies, and even the ones that were like objectively pretty good, we'd be like, I don't. I'm not happy because it's not every minute detail, and it's not exactly how I pictured it. All that stuff. Right. They always. They always have to cater to like pleasing the masses and not pleasing like and not, the not real making fans. it 10 hours <laughs> and not making it 10 hours long yeah right um i know i've always been disappointed like because like with lord of the rings always had the extended versions mm-hmm. why was that not made for harry potter they it's- did do that for the first two and they play those ones on abc family a lot but they're not very extended they're just like random dumb scenes like oh. there's the well, i guess yeah. yeah but anyway like it's it's just dumb. But my um, my point being that I don't really <laughs> didn't really know anything about the comic books um, and went in and was like, this is a really good movie. Oh, good. So if. OK, so is he is so is the like the Black Panther guy royalty then? Yes, like, he is. He, like, He's the, the king, king of Wakanda. He is the king of Wakanda. Oh, sweet. OK, mm-hmm. cool. And that's like the All lore. Right. They do a really good job of explaining like the um, what's it called, like backstory, but um, the origins of the superhero and like where his powers come from, and like where his like where this resource that the country is very rich in comes from and all that stuff. And they do that like right at the top of the movie. So, like I said, if you okay. have no clue what's happening, if you've never read an issue of Black Panther, if you don't even know like anything you'll be able to follow it pretty easily that's a good that sounds like a good movie mm-hmm. excellent all right but that's that was just my my plug. <laughs> all right but talking about other royalty we can dive into the news well i'll um again we're going back a few weeks i guess well like i don't know how long ago this it was it seems like it was a long time ago but because february is so short it really wasn't that long ago it was like maybe 
a week, week and a half tops. Yeah. So we're going the earliest date I think we're discussing is February 20th. Um, so for the queen, that was a, um, a day when she surprised kind of the world, specifically the fashion mm-hmm. world, by um, showing up to London Fashion Week and sitting in the front row of a fashion show with none other than Anna Wintour. Uh, so nobody really expected her to do this, but she had a very good reason for um, being there. She was presenting the inaugural, inaugural, the inaugural Queen Elizabeth II Award for British Design, which is a new um, award that was created in recognition of the important role that fashion plays in British trade. And so it's an award that will be given annually to an emerging British fashion designer who, quote, shows exceptional talent and originality whilst demonstrating value to the community and or strong sustainable policies, unquote. And so she gave that to a designer named Richard Quinn, and that's the person whose show she went to. Mm -hmm. And then she kind of walked around um, afterwards and mingled with fashion people and it was pretty much a scene out of the devil wears prada indeed the movie version not the (laughs) not the much more boring and um believable book version right right oh i it seemed like she was having a lot of fun and that made me happy because i feel like she doesn't get to like do these kind of extravagant events yeah, I think well, indulgent events, in fact. <laughs> right. I mean, there's a difference. And I can imagine she is going to have more fun. I mean, you'll talk about um, like what Will and Kate did in Sunderland. But if you ask me, Jenna, you can go to one of these two events. Yeah. Which one would you go to? I'd be like the fashion show. Because, again, I can right. pretend I'm in the Devil Wears Prada or like on Project Runway or something. And I can try to look at like spy celebrities in the background and I can you know, pretend I have an unlimited budget and be like, oh, I'd wear that. Or, oh, that's ugly. You know, there's a lot of fun to ha- be had there. Right. Um, there's good, like, excellent people watching because you're oh, just like, sure. oh, I hate that. Or, like, that's so weird. Or, you know, even though it's like, wow, these people are actually really talented. And I couldn't nev- I couldn't even make, like, a belt or a tie. I could not sew anything. And look what they've put together. Well, yeah. And it's like... Yeah, so she and she was there with the woman. So she was wearing a um, like a powder blue tweed dress coat thing, and uh, that was I can't remember her the name. I didn't write it down. But oh, Angela Kelly, Angela Kelly, her there dressmaker, you go. her yep. dressmaker, and her Angela Kelly was at the show with her. So it was kind of fun. I think she was. It was kind of like a, I don't know, a little bit more frivolous of the mm-hmm. things. But she's not wrong when she says that fashion plays a really important role in trade and in british trade because oh right that's i mean london fashion week is huge new york fashion week has kind of imploded over the last few years like none of the designers are really that interested none of the big designers are that interested in showing there anymore and so london fashion week is a really big or it's growing and growing and it you know is going to attract a lot of people to the country to spend money and you know they'll end up playing their VAT tax and then not getting a refund. It's probably what will happen. Saving those receipts. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. But a lot of people are like, eh, it's only 100 pounds or whatever. And God, I wish I was that kind of person. But no, I would never be. I do. I don't know. (laughs) But like, they just don't have time. Like they, to them, they're like, oh, whatever. I can just go on to my plane. But it's good for England. It is. Yeah, so that it seemed like a really fun event for her to go to. And I'm glad she finally got to go. <laughs> yeah. And really enjoy something that you normally would not see, you know, the monarch at. How nervous do you think those models were? Like, don't trip, don't trip. Like, it's already well, right? ready, impossible. Like, every famous model has tripped and fallen on the runway, it seems. Like, Naomi Campbell's done it. So she did yeah. it. <laughs> you could fall. And don't <laughs> fall in front of the queen. <laughs> Right. Oh, my God. Don't fall on her. That would also be important. (laughs) Yeah, her bodyguard was, like, in the row behind. So Mm -hmm. you just see, like, all these, like, really fashionable women and then just this kind of the stoic guy in, like, a suit. It was really kind of funny. He's probably just like, well, I've been to weirder events. Exactly. I hope he enjoyed it as well. So I'm sure he probably did. Yeah. 
So then, um, luckily, that was, I guess, a good week before um, Britain was enveloped in snow. Dun, dun, dun. By which I mean they got like a half an inch or like two centimeters or whatever at uh, like Buckingham Palace and in London. Other places did get hit really hard by blizzards, um, especially like in the northern and coastal areas. Uh, So that's not I'm not teasing those people. But it is funny to see the pictures of people being like, oh, my God, London, it's it's a blizzard. And it's just like (laughs) an inch of snow. And also, I do want to point out, I did see a lot of important reminders, which is like, oh, it's, you know, we can laugh about it. But like, there are some people who are, uh, you know, who are homeless, who that's really hard on them. So I do hope that, you know, Britain was able to get its get like enough stuff figured out for those individuals so that they weren't too uncomfortable. But like, mm-hmm. anyway, the the there was a lot of um, pictures we saw on the social media accounts of what the snow did to the palaces and it made them look like Christmas cards. It was very pretty. Yeah, it was pretty. And um, my favorite was there was a video posted on the Buckingham Palace account, Instagram account of the changing of the Irish guards in their like snow gear. And then also tagging along was the regiment's mascot, Domnall, the Irish wolfhound who had a matching gray coat. And he was parading, and it was great. So two thumbs up to Domhnall, way to be, and I'm, I like your coat. And that's all I have to say he's about the snow. He's super cute. He is. He's also, I mean, he's a giant. Yeah. I wonder if he'll be, if Kate will do the um, St. Patrick's Day event oh, this I wonder. year. Yeah, because, I mean, that's, it's getting closer. But she usually is the one that d- does, hands out, you know, the, the clover four-leaf clover, you know, sprigs or whatever, and she usually meets the pup, so she does. we'll see if she, she appears this year. She has several green coats that she's debuted in the last couple months, so I believe, and even year, so I believe that she has the proper attire. Yeah, and she, she did that when she was pregnant with Charlotte, too, right? Yeah. So she has another yep. coat that's, like, good for a seven-month pregnant woman who has to make mm-hmm. a public appearance wearing green. Right. <laughs> So we'll see. I, it hasn't been announced yet, but obviously there's still like a week to go or a week and a half or so until St. Patty's Day. I think they'll probably yeah. be playing her schedule more like they'll be keeping it more play it by ear. Like they won't be announcing things way ahead of time. Right. And we'll Both. talk a little I bit agree. more about like what we know is coming up um, later. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like, yeah, until then. She's probably not making a whole lot of announcements ahead of time. Yeah. Excellent. All right. But why so, didn't you... T- you got to cover this story about the queen. Yes. Because I yes. read it, but you probably read it in more detail. I did. Um, well, at least I believe I did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, the New York Times uh, did a story on um, March 3rd about how recent... Uh, the. You know, the country of New Zealand recently had to, uh, you know, uncover or release certain documents, like secret documents, like kind of in the U.S., like every, I don't even know, it's like every like 40 to 60 years, like some documents can be, you know, released that were confidential, like the JFK files were like released at one point, or at least some of them were. Mm -hmm. Uh, And part of, and as part of this release in New Zealand, they uh, had to release that in 1981 that they covered up a assassination attempt on the Queen and Prince Philip uh, when they visited in 1981. And uh, yeah, so they people heard like there was this guy um, and he was like had a lookout and he had like a snipe, sniper rifle and everything and he attempted to assassinate them, but it didn't work because he actually didn't really have that great of a position. Uh or vantage point, as they said. And people heard the like the noise and pretty much the police told everyone that it was like a sign falling over or it had been a firecracker going off. Yeah. And like, so, yeah. Oof. And so it, nothing was really nothing really ever came of it. But now that it's out, they were talking about how, uh, yeah, there had been an assassination attempt that he was part of like this like kind of weird cult group. And he didn't particularly say why he wanted to kill them. Uh, but that was his plan. And then he was in jail for three years because they never obviously could 
put him in jail for you know assassination because then they'd have to admit that they did a failed to find out that or at least you know prevent an assassination attempt um yeah even though he wasn't well prepared and the funny thing is so she visited again i think it was in 2005 and so he was out mm-hmm. of jail by then he's he actually died he actually killed himself in prison again um but when he, they visited when he visited or the queen visited again in like 2005 or something i forget what year it was maybe it was 1995 um they actually had him like go they actually paid him to go some like somewhere else for a few days (laughs) this guy so they like put him up in another hotel like on the other side of new zealand and like for 10 days and gave him money and whatnot just to keep him away from her while she visited (laughs) that's crazy yeah. Oh, it was 1995. Excuse me. I'm like yeah. 10 years off because uh, he died in 1997. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of crazy since uh, she's, you know, obviously there was that other scare. What year was that? Wasn't that like 1982 was the year that she was, they were doing the trooping or uh, she was maybe? on the horse? Yeah. So it's just like, what the heck? Yeah, it. I mean, honestly, like, so I just finished watching um, the second season of Victoria Mm-hmm. And they show they do a lot. I mean, the number of assassination attempts like at on Victoria were huge, and like there was the time that like Albert actually got shot. But there were right. a ton more times where it was just like random people who were like trying to like draw attention to themselves, and they would show up and they would have a gun that was set to misfire, or they would try to do it, or they were like crazy. I don't know. There was lots of different reasons, but. It's crazy to think that, like, that really probably hasn't happened. Like, that hasn't changed. Like, there's probably still a lot of people out there who, you know, want to do bad things for myriad reasons. And it's just that, like, we don't know. You would think, like, nowadays you couldn't keep something like that a secret, but apparently you can. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So it was kind of crazy. And so, yeah, the New York Times ended up writing a pretty good article on it. So if you do want to read about it, I would recommend visiting their website if you have some articles left in your paywall. Uh, or obviously you can pay to subscribe, which I tell myself to do all the time. So on my list of things to do. I'll give you my sign-in. Oh, no, no. I need no. I need to pay for it myself. You do? I need to support. I do. Yeah, I need to support uh, journalists. I don't know. I wouldn't pay for do. it if... I- I wouldn't pay for it if I didn't want the crossword puzzle. That's the only reason I subscribe mm. to it. But I won't go into my opinions on that yeah. that whole thing. <laughs> we don't have enough time. I suppose. Um, anyway. But when I'm like going through different browsers to read more than my allotment, I probably should get some sort of subscription. But anyways. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> well, moving uh, on, I will take this story. Um, yes, excellent. Again, but still on February 20th, um, we we move on to Prince William now. And he went to Triumph Motorcycles, which is the largest British motorcycle manufacturer um, in Leicestershire. And so it has an assembly line there and builds around 67,000 uh, bikes per year. But the best part of this visit was that um, William is obviously pursuing a career as a male model on the side (laughs) because he has some like dashing action actiony shots of him on a motorcycle with like windswept hair and stuff and it's great and those clouds and the sky was super moody and just the way it was yeah like when i saw it first on the instagram i was like oh did prince william like pose for gq or something yeah, I, yeah, but. it really it does look like a, a GQ thing. I'm trying to go back at our text exchange to yeah, see. I said, just "LOL, like, what a glamour shot!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it just like looks like he's like looking into the distance, just like it was just super funny. Which then prompted me to like go, "Oh yeah, Prince William does actually ride a motorcycle." Yeah, he does. So, yeah, though I don't think oh. he was actually driving this one because he's not wearing a helmet. No, I think and he so drove I think he was, it. I think he was just standing, like with yeah. I the think bike. He, they eventually did give him a helmet. Yeah, but so, I'm not sure if it was that bike. Right, but it's still fun. 
Yeah. But then I, I, I ended up on Google Images and I ended up finding that he and uh, Harry actually for there was like a time where they both had like Ducati bikes and were like always out in London. And like you wouldn't like people would always be taking photos of them. And they're like, I think that's them because, you know, Ugh. you can't tell because there's like a helmet. <laughs> yeah. But then they're like, oh, it is them because then they'd like stop and like take off their helmets or something. And I was just like, that's just so weird. You're just like sitting in traffic and like there's Prince William. <laughs> Why, like, why weren't they doing that when I was there? Right. They probably were. You probably just didn't know. Ugh. Right. Well, I'll they be prepared hiding. next time. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so right. tell me about Sunderland. Yeah. So Will and Kate did a day trip to Sunderland, which is in Northeast England. And uh, yeah, they had quite a, they had just a couple things they did that day. Uh, one was that they opened up a new arts hub, uh, which was, uh, the hub is in a renovated uh, firehouse, and uh, so this new arts hub had an art center where that you can do classes and all that, and also a drama center uh, where they actually, as part of the grand opening, they got to see people do like the aerialist people who do like all the crazy things like on the pieces of fabric where they like twirl. Oh yeah, and, like yeah. yeah, like the I don't know, it's like silk and draping from a ceiling. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and they spin cool. really fast, and it's really cool, and it looks like something that I would fall off of, um, but or get like really tied up in a knot or something. <laughs> I would just tie it into a hammock and lay down. Yeah, exactly. that's me. <laughs> uh, I've seen people. They were, yeah, they have yeah. that like Cirque du Soleil type stuff. Yes, that's totally what it is. Yeah, so that was yeah. part of the, one of the setups that they have in the, this new art center. And uh, they also did a walkabout outside the historic firehouse where they met with a 100-year-old woman whose hu- husband was actually a firefighter in that firehouse when it was operational. And she just seemed extremely excited to meet Will and Kate. And so that was really cute. And also at the art center, uh, Kate asked to get a henna tattoo. Because uh, there was uh, some of the the children there uh, had like the ink to do it, and she asked if they'd make a um, a pattern for her. So she That's got cool. some sort of you know cool tattoo on her hand. Um, I've never done Hannah before. I just know that it smells weird. That's the only thing I know um, mm-hmm. from other people who've gotten it. But it always looks really cool. It I've does. thought about it when I've been at a Renaissance festival, but have not done it. I got it once and then it immediately like washed off because I don't think oh, whoever did it did it correctly. But mm-hmm. you know what? I didn't need it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then from there, they uh, went to go visit um, under construction is this Northern Spire Bridge. Um, it'll open up sometime this spring. And um, this bridge will help kind of connect the city center and the ports of Sunderland. Um, which apparently it's kind of difficult to get around at this point. And even children who have difficult time getting to school in the city center, this bridge will actually help them be more mobile. And uh, so, yeah, Kate and Will donned their hard hats and uh, they will like helped as part of his ceremonial part of it. He like put in a, he like screwed in a bolt or something. So I hope he helped. Good. Good for him. I was going to say health and safety. It's very important. And yep, exactly. I'm sure that somebody else came back and like tightened the bolt afterwards because right. <laughs> he did mention something. He's like, I'm not sure if I did that right. Right. So. Exactly. I'm sure they're like, uh, I, he's like, I don't want that lawsuit. Like, right. Whatever. Actually, the bridge fell because Prince William sucks. Yeah. No, thanks. Please. Somebody right, that, who's like that certified to do this. Right. That would really be where the monarchy would fall um, if something like that would happen. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so then they met with the engineers and the construction workers putting together this really cool bridge. Uh, so if you'd like to see pictures of this bridge, which looks very modern and has lots of like the, I don't know, those really wire, those wires that go across bridges. I don't know. You should probably, I, I should probably learn some bridge terminology. Check out a picture. <laughs> yeah, just Google it. It's, it's cool. Yeah. And yeah, and then um, for the day, Kate wore a uh, Dulce and Gabbana green military coat. And this is one of the coats that I mentioned she could wear for uh, St. Patrick's Day if she does the passing out of the sprigs of um, clovers. And uh, yeah, it has like those big gold buttons on it. And 
underneath she had another dress from the Seraphine line, their maternity line, their Phaedra dress. Um, and I would say it's like, it's kind of was like a robin's egg, like a spackled blue, white, and black pattern. So I thought that was a really cute um, dress from Seraphine. So Kate has been on Seraphine's website and Goat's website this entire uh, pregnancy, it appears. And you can't blame her. She looks great. And yeah, as far as shoes, she wore heels for one part, and then she turned into, went into her half-and-half half boots um, for the part with the bridge. So, yeah. Uh, so it was kind of a, a fun day. Um, I didn't know where Sunder, I didn't know what Sunderland was, and now I do. So I knew they had a soccer awesome. team. Oh, I don't know if they're cool. still in. I don't think they're still in the Premier League. Maybe they are. I don't know. I haven't watched them in a while, so I feel like they got relegated or something. But I don't know. That's okay. I just know about. I just know about these towns that I've heard of on soccer, mm-hmm. or like from Jane Austen novels. Yeah, like and when. My husband said, oh, Chelsea, or not Chelsea, Arsenal lost to Brighton. And then I immediately turned around and he said with me, I want to go to Brighton because I do that every time. But I was like, really? Like, they're not, it was, it was surprising. But that's the only reason mm-hmm. I know about some of these smaller, more non-London, non-Liverpool areas. Right. <laughs> but that's why Will and Kate and like Harry and Meghan and all the royal family goes around the UK to help, you know, people like us, help us learn geography. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so people like us might go, let's go to Sunderland. They right. have a bridge. Like, oh, wow. Wow. This arts, I can learn to do aerials here. I, I should go visit mm-hmm. or whatnot. So, yeah. So that was their away day in Sunderland. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want to keep talking about Kate or do you want me to take this one? Um, I say if you want to go for it. Sure, I'll, t- I'll talk. Um, okay, okay. You can chime in a little bit. Okay. Um, so then we're just talking about uh, Kate had a couple of solo engagements. Um, the first one was on February 27th, uh, and she v- did two visits that day. Um, the first one, so like that day it was announced that she was patron of two new organizations, uh, one of which is the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, or RCOG, and then also a a campaign called Nursing Now. And so um, she went to both of those um, organizations and uh, met with people who were involved in them and patients and um, did her usual kind of meet and greet with um, people who have um, used like maternal mental health uh, like resources and who have um, experience in providing care in that area and all that jazz. Uh, so the one thing I thought was really fun was that while she was at the RCOG, Kate ran into a woman, Professor Jacqueline uh, Dunkley Bent, who is one of the midwives who helped deliver both Prince George and Princess Charlotte. And so that was fun, kind of. I don't know if she knew that Dr. Jacqueline would be there, but, Mm -hmm. or Professor Jacqueline, I don't, I don't know. But she, uh, you know, they hug each other. Obviously, Kate probably has, you know, fond thoughts about her being one of the people who helped deliver her babies (laughs) and who may, for all we know, may be on call for baby three here soon. I would bet so. Yeah. I mean, as long as she's not busy with something else, mm-hmm. you never know. But I would yeah. say, I would say she might um, say, "Sorry, I have to go to another birth right now," or like, "Your having delivered your two children has put me on celebrities lists, so I'm actually going to go deliver someone else's babies." Yeah, exactly. Instead, <laughs> she's expanded her clientele. It's kind of like I always wonder, like who is who are these doctors that are like delivering like celebrities' babies, like Beyonce's baby. Like that doctor obviously isn't just delivering their child. Like they obviously do other celebrities because like you need someone you can trust. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> I mean, the peep, the guy who does uh, the Kardashians, like he's on uh-huh. the show, like or he's been on there, like just because uh-huh. like with Kim's pregnancies, and I don't know, but like he's a 
I mean, a lot of these doctors, they're like out in, you know, the L.A. area. So mm-hmm. or the New York area. So they're like at these huge hospitals. So they're already like you have to be so wealthy to go to them because if it's not like Beyonce seeing you, it's probably some like hedge fund billionaire's wife or something. Right. Yeah, because like the doctor that does like that has delivered like Prince George and Princess Charlotte is like the Queen's OBGYN too. Yeah. So I mean, he's obviously not working for anyone else, but like this midwife, she probably has other clients. So be interesting to see. I know who else she might be helping. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, but she and then what Kate was wearing that day was a Jenny Peckham ensemble. So she was wearing a it was a blue dress and coat. Um, the dress underneath the coat was kind of similar to a Jenny Packham she wore for the coronation service in June of 2013 when she was pregnant with uh, Prince George, which was a kind of cream color with a peaches jacket. And so this it's just like a kind of a basic shift dress, but with a little bit of an ampere waist. And the coat on top of it um was a same shade of blue but i think a different fabric and it had white piping along um like the edges and on some detailing so like the buttons they had some white piping around the sides and overall i thought it was a really nice look yeah i honestly i don't think i would have been able to say that it was jenny peckham though no i wasn't Uh, i was surprised too yeah i was like oh wow i wouldn't have i wouldn't have looked at that and been oh that's her her work or whatnot. So when you see the and uh, this is credit to what Kate wore, um, but that mm-hmm. when you see the the dress she wore in 2013 and the dress next to this blue dress, um, you can definitely tell the similarities because they are kind of just okay. simple, um, simple shifts. And but the coat, yeah, is really surprising because it is kind of like 60s military-ish um, mod kind of, mm-hmm. and that's not like what I think of when I think of Jenny Packham necessarily. I think more like lacy and like romantic rather than like bold lines. But it was Mm -hmm. really cute. I think it was a great day look. No, I agree. I really liked it. Okay. All right. So yeah. So then the very next day on February 28th, uh, Kate was at the National Portrait Gallery um, to preview uh, the exhibit Victorian Giants, The Birth of Art Photography. And, uh, yeah, so she uh, obviously went there and looked at some of the work. Uh, and then also I think she curated some of it or at least. Yeah, she has like a like, talked. a letter that's hanging there. Like she wrote yeah. like an intro. Mm-hmm. And it's like as a keen amateur photographer, you know, Indeed. I love photography. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so some of the obviously Victorian giants is discussing obviously the Victorian era. So I think some of the photos are even photos of Queen Victoria and Prince Albert as well um, at this event. So a a kind of a family connection as well. And uh, Kate wore to the event and it looks like it was, this was a very snowy day. So there was lots of snow and rain coming down when Kate went into the uh, National Portrait Gallery. Uh, But she was wearing um, Orla Kylie's Margaret dress, um, which was this, it's like this black dress with a floral pattern. It's kind of got like this, I would say kind of, I would say kind of a Victorian kind of look to it because it had like this long V on it in the front. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like a ruffly bib. It's not like a bib, but it's kind of like a bib. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and then it had a trumpet kind of um, flare out at the bottom. So. I loved that dress. I yeah. really liked it. I, yeah. I always, the patterns are always so fun in Orla Kylie. I love all of her patterns. So. I'm glad that Kate is digging into that brand again since she had worn it earlier when when she was in like her first couple of years as a royal and then it kind of disappeared. But we can expect to see Kate, um, obviously we'll come out with this episode after um, this event, but she will be in Oxford on March 6th. Uh, so we'll obviously talk about that on our next episode and I will be excited to see her in Oxford since it's a collegiate town and has, you know, Lots of scenes from Harry Potter were filmed there. Yes. We'll see. <laughs> we'll Photoshop. We'll Photoshop like an owl in the background or something. Right. <laughs> or somebody else more talented than we will do that. Yeah. Um, but it'll be fun to see her out. And yeah, we'll keep 
our eyes open for more announcements. Hopefully she'll get to hang out with Domino, the dog, soon mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, that's always a fun event. Yes. To see her at. Um, so then on also on the twenty eighth, so the day during the day, because that portrait gallery engagement was in the evening, uh, we got our first um Fab Four uh engagement or appearance out of the way, like official, official um appearance. So Will, Kate, Harry, and Megan were all together for the Royal Foundation Forum and uh, it was a an event to highlight the work of their royal foundation, or I should say, Will, Kate, and Harry's royal, and soon to be Meghan's royal foundation. Um, and so that's the foundation that the three had started a while ago to kind of um, house their philanthropic efforts. And so we um, the the event opened with kind of a Q and A and some speeches from. Uh, all four of the royals and then they went on to uh, have speakers and other people who have had you know positive benefits of work that the royal foundation has done so for example beneficiaries of the heads together campaign people who have who have had funds you know put into their own charities and been able to do good work with it and that kind of stuff um, but we learned some fun stuff during the speeches and the, the Q&A. First was that William said he was particular. Everyone was particularly happy. Megan was with them. Um, and she got apparently she mm-hmm. blushed and got a little bit embarrassed <laughs> because, you know, this must be really nice to hear. But still, it's like, OK. And then um, somebody asked about what it's like working so closely with family members. And yeah. Harry, <laughs> Harry said it was really uh, he, his quote was, working with family does have its challenges, but we're stuck together for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Which sounded grim, but then, of course, you know, he's joking. And he said, um, yeah. it's fantastic working together. We are, you know, I think it's probably really good for them because unlike in a normal office where uh, you can, like, if you have ideas, if you're in, like, a brainstorming session... You know, you can kind of feel free to to speak up. And if somebody says something like, oh, I have this idea, if you want if you don't think that that idea is good, you if if it's your the prince of I don't know if it's like one of the princes who says this idea and you're like, oh, that's a good idea, but it's logistically difficult. You might feel awkward saying it, but you you know that like Will and Harry will definitely check each other and like say like, no, that's stupid. We can't do that because of this or let's why don't we do this and change it and it'll be better this way. So right. I think it's probably good for them to work together because they can kind of speak more naturally, speak their minds a mm-hmm. bit more. Right. <laughs> um, then we learned, and I didn't know this actually. Um, I knew she was involved, but Will actually revealed that uh, the Heads Together campaign was Kate's idea. Um, and she was kind of the person who took these ideas that, Harry and William had and and Kate had and said, all right, great. Let's actually build a, a foundation or, or a campaign around it and really, you know, take the, the big step because before they hadn't really done anything like that. Um, they had done charitable work before, but mostly, you know, kind of separate, like different organizations, nothing that was a big overarching like campaign that had mm-hmm. a lot of things um you know, connected or supporting each other. And so we can thank Kate for coming up with such a great idea. Right. I mean, I don't think it's very often you don't hear one of like, at least once a month, there's something that has to do with heads together. And I think, yeah, it's really exploded. So what a great idea. Yeah. I mean, and they've been able to incorporate it into their other charities that, that don't Mm -hmm. necessarily like on their face have to do with mental health, but they're able to find a good way to, fit that angle into any pretty much anything so if it's you know right uh the royal uh college of obstetricians and gynecologists you can go talk about maternal mental health and and child's uh mental health care there's a lot of things you can do because it fits but you know otherwise it wasn't necessarily like top of the agenda mm-hmm. for sure um so. so also kate talked about how her work in that arena has helped her as a mother. 
kind of talking about like how she's been lucky enough to talk to all of these people who help her have some perspective on, you know, the struggles of parenthood and, you know, making her, helping her to see the, the ways she should approach different um, issues and just kind of milestones in her children's lives. And also to be, I think probably be a little bit easy on yourself sometimes because yeah. I know I can only imagine that that's a challenge. Um, and then we also heard a little bit from Megan. She wasn't the Yay. star of the show, but that's kind of to be expected. She probably doesn't want to, you know, jump up and give the big long speech. But she um, she was really enthusiastic about everything. And she is on record as saying she wants to hit the ground running when mm-hmm. she starts. So she talked a little bit about how she's been looking at the different charities um, that are already part of the Royal Foundation. And uh, she's kind of getting up to speed on what they do and how she can best fit in. So, and she also mm-hmm. co- did some call outs to the Me Too movement and the Time's Up movement as well. Uh, so that kind of, again, gives us the glimmer of hope that she will continue her you know, work in bringing feminism to the forefront. Indeed. I mean, she had that really good quote talking, like someone asked about like females finding their voices. Yeah. And she said like, they have, we, everyone, female, like women do have a voice. They just need the proper places to voice it and have, you know, safe spaces to express themselves. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, that's a thing. Like society tells women sometimes to just be quiet. Don't take up space. And that's, Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's kind of a bummer because yeah. a lot of people who are have really valuable things to say don't end up not saying them. And so I think it's mm-hmm. really good to have her um, continue on her work in this. Yeah. So I thought it was an interesting perspective. And yeah. So, it, I mean, I feel like she's already hit the ground running. With oh, I know. Me she's too. already done. I'm like, oh, is she married? Oh, they're not married yet. Oh, OK. <laughs> but again, it's it's such another like happy glimpse glimpse for me into like mm-hmm. why she seems like such a great partner for Harry. Right. Is that she, I think is going to have a really, she's going to be really good at focusing him. I mean, not that he needs help so much anymore, but focusing in him on like the great things about this work and being there as like a partner. So when it is hard, cause you have to travel, you know, and you have this tight schedule and you have to go from place to place to place and, you know, be charming constantly and all that stuff. Like she'll be there for him to kind of share the burden a little bit and like, right. Just, you know, be there to help him relax. And then she can also, I don't know, she's going to, she's going to do great at her own kind of work in the arena. So I'm so Mm -hmm. excited to see them change the world. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Can this wedding be moved up? Please. I'm so excited. I know. For everything that's to come. Because I know it's like first they have a wedding, but then there's more. Like there's more firsts. Like they'll have like tours and yeah, they'll announce, yeah, what places that she'll become patron of and all that stuff. So, so much excitement. Definitely. Nice to see. Well, and our, so our, I think I've mentioned this before. Our friends, uh, their wedding is on the same date as Harry and Meghan's wedding. And I got their. Um, I RSVP'd. I sent in my RSVP today because I was like, maybe I can pretend I'm RSVPing to Megan and Harry's wedding. <laughs> of course, I'm very, very excited to go to our friend's wedding, too. Yeah, I'm actually invited to that one. Yeah. <laughs> they, won't, they won't arrest me for showing up. Right. But, um, you know, I was kind of like, oh, my God, it's getting so close. Like, I hadn't even really thought of, like, if I'm RSVPing to this one, that means, like, it's coming up. Right. Like, they'll be issuing their invites soon. I know. I'm sure, like, they'll have, like, Will and Kate's invites leaked. Someone's going to leak theirs for sure. So, woohoo. So, hopefully, we'll see something soon. So, yeah. And talking about what they were wearing, Kate, everyone, the girls were in blue, uh, coordinating, but not matching. Kate was very smart. Kate was wearing a Seraphine tailored maternity dress. Um, and this is the same one she wore at the January Heads Together engagement. Um, so it's that like kind of bright blue um, with the gold button detailing in the front. And then Megan was wearing a Jason Wu uh, crepe back satin belted wrap dress, which is a navy color. And they were I just looking great. And again, it was yeah. um, it was fun to see them like coordinating but not matching. They clearly right. like looked good together, but they had their 
distinct styles. Um, I was uh, really interested to see Megan did wear a skirt and not pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Yeah, I think they both looked really great. I really liked Megan's dress. It, I think it was interesting, but also like very professional looking. It was very much like it, I was like, oh, is this from Suits? <laughs> seems like <laughs> is this something you would have worn on the show. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that a paralegal, most paralegals, could not afford that Jason right. dress. <laughs> You're probably right. Um, yeah. So, at least the paralegals I know, because I don't, most yeah. attorneys can't afford that dress. So, at least for like a, a once-off thing. Anyway, right. <sighs> So you have on here the, the future appearances thing. I do. Yeah. So we can expect uh, where will we see all four of them again? Um, we will see them on Commonwealth Day, which I believe is April 12th. Oh, I believe that's what it is. Um, I should have written down the day. So sorry, everyone. Um, but uh, yeah, so that will be the Commonwealth Day service that um, Will and Kate, we usually see them attending. And it's usually one of the last, and I think it was at least with um, Princess Charlotte's birth, was one of the last events we saw Kate at before Princess Charlotte was born. Um, and so Megan will attend along with the Queen. And so this will technically be Megan's first engagement with the Queen. Uh, so something, yeah, another first for her uh, doing something before obviously they're officially married and uh yeah so we that should be fun to see kind of yeah what uh they'll do for that because it'll be a little bit nicer weather well it's march 12th actually oh is it march 12th oh my bad so yeah it's next week yeah but that'll be fun that's Uh, coming sooner i'm happy yes at least it's not like an extra long month away right (laughs) and uh yeah so hopefully we'll see some some cool hats again uh since I always love a good topper or beret uh, from our royal ladies. So I guess we'll see what they what they don and we'll see them all together again. Which is very fun. Um, yeah. So another thing um, with Megan recently, and we talked about this a little bit um, on our last episode, was that she had mentioned she was she knew her hen party had been planned. And apparently that took place last weekend. So the weekend oh. of March 3rd and 4th. Um, the day itself, according to the sun, was on March 4th. And rather than a rip-roaring good time out at the pubs and singing karaoke and going to a male strip club, she uh, apparently opted to do a luxury spa retreat instead, which I can't say I blame her. Um, I'm not sure that the location has been reported on. Um, I, I don't think that we need to know i'm assuming we can we can just say like it's five million stars maybe it's like the really (laughs) really fancy place in bath which like i saw the outside of and was like maybe i can one day have the money to go in there (laughs) but um or maybe it was like in like switzerland like stad or something i don't know someplace crazy rich people go um because apparently the uh reported guests were um, some of the people who are close with Meghan and or Harry, and this is who the Sun reported, are were <laughs> possible attendees. Um, I think the one we can agree on, as long as she was available for it, is Misha uh, Nonu, who's the fashion designer who allegedly set up Harry and Meghan. So I, I'd say mm-hmm. that's a sure bet. If she was for available sure. this weekend, that's what she was doing. Okay, then yep. there's a person named Millie McIntosh, who is a 28-year-old former reality TV star. She was on Made in Chelsea, and she has apparently been, like, making friends with Megan since she moved to England. Again, I don't really know if that's true or not, but if it, like, I can't comment on that, but if if so, we'll see. I didn't do much research on Millie, but maybe I'll have to. And then the final person they reported on was (laughs) Violet Von Westenholz, because, again... You have to have amazing names if you are associated with the royals. And so this is a 33-year-old woman who is a childhood friend of Harry's and who has been friends with Meghan and Harry since Meghan came into the picture. Um, So I don't know. Again, that's all wild speculation, I think, probably on the part of the British tabloids. Um, But it's pretty well agreed on that the 
there were two people who were not there. Um, one was Kate. And so what the papers said about that was they uh, the rumor on the street was that Kate wanted to go and be a part of it. But unfortunately, the fact that she had a week chock full of engagements and she's seven months pregnant and she has two small children meant she uh, instead kind of needed to take the time to rest up. And so traveling and going on a spa weekend wouldn't necessarily be the most relaxing. So I'm I'm imagining that she and Megan have their own like Kensington Palace spa uh, weekend planned where they just like mm-hmm. lay in fluffy bathrobes and watch TV and get their nails done while they lay down or something. Yeah. Um, that sounds really nice. I know. That's what I would prefer to do. But uh, especially if I were famous. Right. <laughs> I would have spa retreats quite frequently if I was very wealthy and very famous. I would just be like, well, I feel I feel slightly stressed. I'm going to the spa. I know. Ugh. <laughs> um, but the other person who was kind of whose absence was remarked upon was Megan's mom, um, which at first I was like, I don't want my mom at my bachelorette party. But then thinking about it, it was a spa weekend, so I guess it's a little bit tamer than your average uh, hen party. But again, it was kind of a logistics thing. Obviously, Megan's mom lives in Los Angeles. And so right. to get her all the way out here for, you know, the weekend, I'm sure, again, they'll probably have a fun mother-daughter, like, trip or activity planned before the wedding. Just the two of them instead of having her mom come along and you know hang out with the girls so yeah i i would hope so there's at least two months to the wedding so there's plenty of time to set something else up definitely so yeah that's that's yeah. the news i mean we don't have too many yeah. details but i did like hearing about violet van westerholz yeah. and <laughs> millie mcintosh right so. these random people who might be there so who knows i guess we'll see if some photos surface you know of some you know, some dancing <laughs> Yeah, some dancing. Uh, yeah, hopefully we'll we'll get something for Harry's uh, his stag party of uh, oh my God. having some drunk dad dancing. Or but just I'm sure he's yeah. he'll never dance again after that video came out. I know, I know. I'm sorry, I'm just <laughs> laughing about it. Okay, I know it's so good. It's so like good. he dances to that. If you haven't watched the video of Will dancing to Florence and the Machines in Switzerland, <laughs> I please do it was because Florence and the Machines. <laughs> right, that's like that's what makes it so part. funny. Like it's not like oh he was dancing to like a like a hit club song like Pitbull. or like something. Like right, like he's freaking dancing to Florence and the Machines. Like that's not something you dance to. That's like lame, <laughs> so lame. It's such a dad move though. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I always forget that detail. And it always makes me crack up every right. time. I about it again. Right. Okay. But that's okay. Yeah. He, you know, he doesn't get out very often. So it's okay. I'll forgive him because it's so good. <sighs> but um, I just wanted to, moving on, I want to just call out a good article to read. And I guess we'll discuss it. I don't know if you had a chance to read this article. I did not. Um, no. Okay. Uh, but it was. I would definitely recommend reading it because I, I think it changed my kind of my perspective of how I view uh, Kate and Megan's uh, relationship. And uh, it's written by the Fug Girls who do the website Go Fug Yourself and writ- wrote the novel The Royal We. So if you haven't... Uh, been to their website which they do a really great job of doing like a roundup every week of the royal news and they have always really funny perspectives about the royals and also what they might be saying to one another at certain engagements and yeah they comment on pretty much anything that has to do with Kate um, and Harry and Meghan and and Will and whatnot Um, but they wrote an article for Bustle Bustle excuse me um, about how it's kind of sexist that we are like how people are expecting Kate and Megan to be like best friends mm-hmm. and get along really well and be these like really fast friends. But we would never expect that from if it, if, if it was the case that, you know, that like if Will and Harry were actually female and their husbands or like fiancés were supposed to be friends, we would never expect those two guys to like become best friends and whatnot. Um, and I thought it was just a really interesting article talking about that kind of relationship of like they've only known each other probably for maybe four or five months tops yeah and like it's kind of like yeah they, and like harry said like it's kind of sometimes there's there are challenges working with your family and uh 
everything. And so I thought it was a really good article. So I would definitely recommend reading it since it kind of changed my perspective because I've always been like, oh, they're going to be best friends. And like, I'm so happy for them and so glad they have each other. But it's also like, yeah, they're also kind of strangers. And well, yeah, but like, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) But I think they have a lot to I think Megan has some to learn from. I think they both have a lot to learn from each other, to be honest. So I think ultimately, I think it's a really, I think they will have a good relationship. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you, I mean, you have a sister, I have a brother, you have a sister. And so like you, you know, your husband and your sister's husband, they know each other and they like each other and get along and stuff. But I wouldn't call them best friends. I might be wrong. No. I mean, but they really, again, I've seen them interact. But they get along really well. They get along really well. And so I think that's kind of more common, like. I mean, I get along really well with my sister-in-law. Like, again, mm-hmm. I didn't really know her that well when she and my brother got married because they they lived in a different state from me. And so I met mm-hmm. her at, you know, fam- some family things. But I knew I really liked her and stuff. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, if you couldn't expect me to say, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, yeah, I know everything about this and all that. It's just, it's, yeah, it is, it's a complicated relationship. So I think yeah. the best we can say is we hope they get along. Uh, we hope they enjoy each other's company. Right. <laughs> They're able to help each other out in these weird situations where like only the two of them really understand what it's like to be right. in them. They can lend each other uh, like their fancy like purses and stuff or mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, but they're also kind of in different places in their lives i mean kate has two soon to be three kids right and so again she's not like she can't go unfortunately to switzerland for a spa weekend or wherever for a spa weekend necessarily yeah. <laughs> like she's got two kids and she's seven months pregnant and stuff so it's just gonna be it's not that she wouldn't love to go it's just different you know different places for sure but but yeah it's a good ar- but yeah it's a good but i think it, yeah i think it was a really good article and i think it it put it in perspective for me about like, oh, okay, yeah, actually, if I was in her position, I would maybe, I might feel the same way and it might not be, you know, an instantaneous we're best friends kind of thing. And so I I liked that it I was able to read something in my life and actually change my opinion. That doesn't happen very often. No, especially on the internet. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I thought I would share it <laughs> since I thought it was really good. Yeah. Well, I will look into it. Finally, we are going to do our little last segment which is the wedding updates um we got we got quite a few um new pieces of information um the first is kind of logistical um some megan is is doing an important uh prerequisite to getting married uh in the anglican church which is that she will be getting baptized and confirmed shortly so um it's up it's supposed to be this weekend isn't it yeah it sounds like it's been reported obviously we don't know for sure but it's been reported since her dad is apparently coming oh to the event the blessed event i should say yes and may meet prince harry for the first time oh right that's what a lot of the papers are speculating so unlike um us commoners when the royals have to get baptized or have a sacrament administered if they want to the archbishop of canterbury will just come to them they don't even have to leave their their complex so this is actually taking place at the the chapel at kensington palace Mm -hmm. um which you know that's service that's a great i don't know baptisms to go i like you have your own chapel that you can just be like let's get married let's baptize somebody here let's confirm ourselves right great and also most important person in the church besides the queen why don't you come yeah. over and do it? <laughs> right. As someone who's trying to like find a church to baptize my daughter, I wish I owned my own church. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It is very, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine. Well, so I think, correct, I believe it wasn't, what was Megan? Was Megan Catholic? Megan was not Catholic. She was, so she's Protestant, but she went to Catholic school. Oh, right. So okay. for a while it was, everyone was like, oh, she's Catholic. She's Catholic. But it's just that she went to Catholic school. Right. Which happened. Up. But I mean, so I'm assuming, again, I don't know a ton about the Anglican church um, beyond the fact that it's like effectively Episcopalianism. Yeah. But English. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and like in that it's also very similar to Catholicism, except for the whole, like, what what the major disagreements 
with Henry VIII and the Pope and all that. Right. You know. They're a lot more chill. Like, obviously, like, they have women. They have can, women. You know, serve, it, serve as, like, pastors and priests and whatnot. But, like, they still have <laughs> saints that people pray yeah. to. And um, I'm assuming they also do the whole sacrament thing. They do. And yeah. so that's Pretty why this, it's uh, the same. this figured, I figured she had to do this before getting married. Yeah. So happy baptism weekend, Megan. Yep. May you be filled with the Holy Spirit or whatever happens. I don't know. <laughs> what, when you get I was a baby. Confirmed. So I don't know. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so at least it's something she can check off on her list. Exactly. Of, as probably one of the few things preventing her from marrying Harry. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But then um, let's see what what yeah. next item do you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, the, the Spice Girls. Yeah. Uh, so we've been hearing lots of, you know, rumors about who is going to perform at uh, Harry and Meghan's wedding. And now I'm beginning to think that they're having some sort of like musical festival uh, because, I mean, there's possibly Craig David, yeah. Ed Sheeran. I mean, Ellie Goulding, who knows? And maybe even the Spice Girls. So apparently Mel B, who's a scary spice, uh, was on The View. And they were asking her some questions. And she, or it wasn't even The View, I'm sorry. It was another type of daytime talk show. And uh, a British one, but I don't know why I said The View. And she was pretty much like, oh, yeah, we've all been invited because we're performing. And then she's like, oh, no, I shouldn't have let that slip. And then she's like, we're going to get fired. So apparently they might be performing. So, yeah. So I'm hoping they're having some sort of like Lollapalooza event at their wedding. Because it seems like there's a lot of people who are rumored to be uh, performing at this wedding. And it sounds amazing. So we'll, we'll see if uh, ultimately Mel B and the rest of the, the Spice Girls are there. Yeah, we will. But yeah, I, I want to go. I know, me too. I want to see the Spice Girls. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the only other thing is apparently the uh, apparently any of the pubs or bars in England and Wales will be uh, allowed to stay open till 1 a.m. Uh, on the 18th and the 19th in celebration of Harry and Meghan's wedding. And apparently this hasn't been allowed or they haven't done this since uh, Will and Kate's wedding. So if you want to party a little bit longer, I- I'm wondering... Are they usually open to like midnight? I'm I guess. Usually? I think so. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't complain about bar clothes in the U.S. then if it's 2 a.m. at least in Minnesota. Yeah. So. Well, and it's like, but I'm thinking there's not even a bank holiday. So like, okay. Right. <sighs> so uh, if you would like to booze it up till 1 a.m. while you're there, go for it. And apparently it brings in lots of money. Which I can imagine the towns town of Windsor is going to be like overrun, so I'm sure they'll they'll make a killing. Definitely, and I mean all the <laughs> nearby places as well. Right. <laughs> I know. I was laughing. I was looking at like how much it costs, like how much like Airbnbs are going for in not, not only Windsor, like but in surrounding like towns. Yeah, it's absurd. Oh, so I'm it's sure. kind of like you're making like these people are very lucky. They're going to make a ton of money on their homes for this wedding. Yeah. Uh, but we don't have to worry about that. No. Because, yes, we we will be attending another blessed wedding. We will. That day uh, in, the, in the States. And, yeah, and we're not invited to the wedding. No, so. we're not. <laughs> Which, like, that they should rethink that. Um, right. I don't know. I, I think what we need to do, so Harry and Meghan for this, so they're going to ha- allow, it's about, like, 2,400 people are going to be allowed to, like, welcome and celebrate with them outside of the church when they do kind of like their carriage ride after they're married. Mm -hmm. And so I think, but a lot of these people are being invited because they're, they've made significant impacts on their community. So I think we now need to start right now. So that when like Prince George or Princess Charlotte. Oh yeah. I was like, I don't think I can pull that off before May, but yeah. Okay. 20 years. Give me 20 years. Yeah. We need to spend the next 20 years devoting our life to some sort of something British, some sort of nonprofit or making a difference so that we can get invited to Mm -hmm. these events in the future. Mm. Cause I mean, by then we'll be like 50 or 40. So when when Prince George is getting married, no, God, we'll be, we be sixty. We, yeah, I was damn gonna it. say I will damn not it. be. 40. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> oh, the slow march of time. Right, but by then we'll hopefully get invited, or we'll be invited because you'll be the mother of the. Yes, bride. I'm hoping that. 
my baby girl will be marrying into the family uh but we'll see i will just say i mean i did i kind of teased this but i did do a very quick horoscope for your daughter and she is a <gasps> capricorn much like one Catherine middleton that's all i'm gonna oh, say thank god all i'm gonna say great so, oh my god so far the stars are on her side excellent what um symbol is Cap- is that the ram uh no that's aries yeah no Sorry. capricorn is the goat Okay, good. Because yes. I was like, if she's that nasty crab thing, I'm going to be mad. No, nope, she's not a cancer. <laughs> nasty crab. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyways, so yeah. So uh, Megan and Harry are inviting yeah, 24 like 100 people to celebrate outside. But yeah, a lot of them have made significant impacts in their community. Some of them are younger. Um, you know, people who have made differences and or are people who have like some of the like 200 of the people are like people who make the city of Windsor really clean and are really great for tourism and whatnot so yeah they're inviting lots of people who have made significant impacts on their community to celebrate outside with them so uh I think that's cool that they're allowing that they're kind of yeah kind of allowing giving people you know that that access that they probably wouldn't get otherwise um not to say that people can't celebrate because they can obviously they're going to be taking their their carriage tour around Windsor but yeah um, but there will be people who will have pre- who will have precedence over other people well and, that, and who will have sec- I feel like it's important security clearances and all that exactly stuff, so yeah. yeah so I think that'll be really cool so uh I guess we'll uh we'll see how that all kind of works when um the the the, the day comes in less than god almost two months from now yeah so I'm super I can't believe it's almost here I know I'm so excited <sighs> Yay! Yay! Well, I know we'll have to start planning our uh, our party. Well, we've got the banana cake or slash yep, banana we'll bread. Have banana cake. I'm yeah. making a hat for your daughter. Excellent. Or more than one. Um, <laughs> probably a, an assortment of them, and then yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'll have to pick out. I'll, yeah. I'll have to make a hat for me. I'll make a hat for you. I'll just make a bunch of hats. Okay. Excellent. Oh, it's gonna be so fun. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, but yeah, if you guys are excited. And you have ideas for our what we should do on the day or that you want to share. Or if you have any other kind of feedback, you should email us or send us a, a Instagram comment or whatever. I don't know. Whatever the lingo is. But we um, are on <laughs> social media. You can email us. Send, send us a telegram. Send us a, yes, quick. A Pony Express. A carrier pigeon. <laughs> I don't know. Train a dog and send it to me. <laughs> Um, but you can email us. That's probably the easiest. Uh, americrondreams at gmail.com. And then you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at americrondreams. And we are on Twitter at americrondream. And then you can also rate, review, subscribe to all that jazz on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate all, all the feedback. We do, yeah, and and as we get closer to the wedding in the next couple of weeks, I think we'll do a few more uh, wedding related episodes, uh, and so uh, something to look forward to if you want to talk about or listen to us talk about at least uh, what we can expect from the wedding day, our predictions. Yeah, uh, we've already done what designer Megan might wear for her dress or dresses. So if you haven't checked out that episode, please do. Uh, so we we will be. Uh, in wedding mode yeah we want the we next were, couple weeks we're gonna <laughs> talk about tiara possibilities yes. and slash other jewelry i would think um and yeah we will go into those fun topics on a on an episode to come soon indeed so for now thanks for listening bye bye